Hey guys, I'm Nick here with Tanner and Zach, and thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way, a podcast dedicated to sharing our passion for everything outdoors with listeners just like you. Whether it's talking about incredible trips we've been on, teaching you the best way to get your own adventure started, or talking with amazing guests about the incredible things they've done or places they've been. You can find it all here on the Voyager Way. All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Voyager Way podcast. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit different than the other ones as we're just going to do kind of like an open mic kind of thing. It's a uh, Friday night here. Everybody's just gonna, getting done with work or school. Um, so we're just going to kind of leave it open for whatever the heck we want to talk about. And hopefully some good stuff comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how it's going to go, but... Um, I have plenty of stuff that I want, like to talk about, obviously. Why don't we just say who's out here first? Oh, that's a good call. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's go around... Let's go around the table and say who's here and if you could bring one animal on a trip, what you'd bring. Like an animal that's already been domesticated? Yeah, or... Any animal. It doesn't matter. Any animal. And it'll just like act like your pet? Yep. Yeah. You just get to hang out with it the whole wow, time. That's yep. kind of cool. Yes. Very cool. I already have an answer. I'll go first. Uh, my name is Nick Schmidt. And I would bring a bear, a grizzly bear. Oh, yeah. That's like the most obvious bear, answer ever. Bear. Okay, if I was going to do something, oh, I, won't, I won't do it. Oh, yeah, you, you guys have to think pictures, some, your pictures. Yeah, you have to think something different. Uh, I'm Tanner Schmidt, and uh, I think I would bring a tiger. A tiger? Mm. Yeah. Why that Why that cat? They can swim. But why that cat? Why like a cougar? Because, I don't know. <laughs> okay. A tiger would be pretty sweet, I think. Okay, that's fair. Could kill food for you. That's fair. Too. Keep you warm. Okay. All right, Tim, I'd back here, and I would like the record to show that I would have brought a bear, but <laughs> since, since that's already been taken, I'll say I'll bring a wolf, and we'll just howl, howl at the moon yeah. and the northern lights all night. Nice. So. Well, since mine was just <laughs> a wolf. Who are you? Uh, Who are you? I'm Zach Fritz. Um, I think I would take... I was thinking a bear, and then I was thinking a wolf. <laughs> so now I'm a little caught off guard. But I think I would do like, I really like moose. I mean, yeah, it's kind of be... not practical to bring with you because it's huge. <laughs> but would you, they're just kind would of would cool. you ride it or just? Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Kind of like the Teddy Roosevelt. That picture is sick. That will that'll be the cover for this podcast Instagram. Yeah, that picture of Teddy Roosevelt yes. and moose. Yeah, that'll be the cover. Yeah, I'll say moose. Okay. Those are just majestic. Creatures. Another secondary answer is. Like a hawk or something that could catch oh, food for you. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Well, tiger. You get the bird's eye view. You just bear. eat it, I think. Yeah, bear, that's true. Give me some fish. Yeah. Um, okay, the one thing that I want to for sure talk about um, is, Zach, can you walk us through the process of you making your paddles? Because I know that you're you're making a bunch of handmade paddles for there's a lot, like a lot of Christmas orders, kind of. Is that why you're so busy right now? Yes. And so you go through from start to finish. You just have bare pieces of wood and then you make so the whole process yeah the whole process right. um like i mean blanket version yeah yeah but yeah that was kind of funny because i was actually like recently typing out like the, all the steps to do and i was gonna put like pictures to it oh sick um like on your pine paddle or uh pine island just to, just to just to kind of have yeah yep. yeah um so i was gonna like write it out like the steps from start to finish with some pictures of the process to put in there as well, just to have a document to use if I ever need it for yep. anything or if other people are just curious. But so yeah, the process starts with basically selecting 
I start off with like selecting like what I want to make. So like knowing what my end product is going to look like. Okay. So like when I first started, a lot of it was like just mimicking paddles that I have. And like, yeah. this is really cool. I'd like to replicate this. Cause then oh. it's nice cause you have a template already like gotcha. for tracing out it the should blade look like and the this handle. And should, yeah. yeah. So like, as far as like the length and shape and all that, you already have the template. You can just set it on it and trace it out and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so once you know like what you want it to look like, then it's just a matter of like picking out the woods for it. So like if there's a light section, finding the right kind of light colored wood to use and then same with the dark colored woods. So do you only go off like aesthetic look or do you go off like softness or hardness or like durability? There's functionality as well. Okay. So like, yeah, there's softwoods and hardwoods. Softwoods are great because they're super light. I was going to say, is it always... Hardwoods are really heavy and lightwoods are really light? For the most part. Okay, there's probably some Yeah, there's probably some overlaps, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the softwoods, they're obviously a lot lighter, but like as far as like getting hit by a rock or other things like that, they'll take more of a dent than yeah. a hardwood would. Gotcha. But they're also heavier, so it's kind of the trade-off of what you want to do. And so I've found... What, what uh, would you say like the paddles we used for our Voyager trips, are those like softer or harder? They're more of like softer woods. Okay. So they do. Um, okay. Yeah. So I've never actually used the woods that the basswood is the uh, wood that that paddle company typically okay. uses for those, but basswood. I've never, never heard of that. used it. It's around here, but they just don't really sell it at a lot of the stores. It's a little bit harder to come across. They're like probably pretty expensive purchasing. then? No, I don't think so, it's just but it's just not in yeah. the stores around here. Gotcha. Um, and so, so yes, yeah, so what, I, what I found is like, making the paddle out of the softwood like at least like the blade if you make the blade out of like a softwood but then like create an edge around it using a hardwood like oh, okay. wrapping the blade yep, with like yep. a hardwood so that like the edges are protected with that harder wood yep. but you don't use a lot of it it works super well um so yeah so picking the the wood that i want to use to give me that ultimate like finished look is what i go through first so then i go to the store buy it um and then it's basically split up into like three sections. You cut and glue the, the shaft, the blade, the handle. Um, so I'll go through and spend the first couple hours or whatever cutting the wood into the desired length pieces. So if I'm making, I'm a 56 inch paddle. So I'll cut all the pieces like for the shaft into 56 inches. Gotcha. Um, you can't, when I first started, I would give myself plenty of like extra wood to cut off, but yeah. I've realized that I don't really need to do that because I make it up when I make the tip of my blade. So I cut it to the exact length that I use. Um, and then I'll glue those pieces together and clamp it. And then I let it sit for 24 hours. And then I go back and I do the blade next. So I figure out what the blade's going to look like and cut the wood out for that. Yep. And then I clamp those on and um, let those dry for another 24 hours. And then I go back, depending on if I have enough clamps available or not. Um, I'll do the handle at the same time too and clamp oh. that together. But if so I is don't, is that the only reason that you wait to do like the handle, like blade and shaft differently? No, for the shaft, I want to make sure that like the clamps put like enough pressure to like hold the wood together, like nice and tight. So I don't want to. I want to have as many clamps on it as possible so that oh. it's like as tight as possible. Yep. Because if you space it out like every two or three feet, It'll there's gonna be those gaps gap in the middle that are not as strong. Yep. So I want to do as many as I can like on the shaft to make sure that's super solid. 
And then same with the blade and the handle. The handle only takes like two clamps, so that's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I. So so can you make like multiple like can you do the same step for like multiple paddles? Because like you said, you have to wait for twenty four hours, so you have enough clamps where you can make like two or three paddles like that. Yeah. So like right now, what I'm doing is like I I'm making sure that I'm always gluing something, and then like after I'm done clamping the gluing stuff, I have like a different paddle that I can start oh, okay. like shaving yeah. and yeah. sanding and yep. like. So there's always like one step that you can be yeah. working on. Yeah. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. So then you. Honestly, the hardest thing of it, or not the hardest, but the longest part of the process is just waiting for stuff to dry. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, you take like a day or two to clamp and glue everything together. And then you have this very rough shape, not even a shape. It's just all these pieces of wood glued together in a big block. Yeah. Um, and that's where it's nice if you have a paddle that you already like to use and you want to make something similar to that. You can just set it on top of it and then cut out the shape of the blade and the handle. Oh. And then you can just cut that out so you already have the rough shape and um, uh, handle that you want to use. Yeah. Um, and so you start off with pretty thick wood. So you want to start like sanding it and grinding it down to the rough thickness that you'd want it to be. Do you have a hand, do you hand sand it or do you have a motor, not motorized? I go back and forth between, (laughs) between like power tools and hand tools. So like for the shaft, I do a lot of that using something called a spoke shave. Um, It's basically like, think of like a, two handlebars with like a blade in the middle of gotcha, it and yep. you're pulling it towards you kind oh, of. Oh yeah, I've seen one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're only like six inches wide. Yep. I mean, you can get them all different sizes, but the one I have is like six inches. Um, so I use that to mainly like shape the, the shaft to that kind of round um, curve that it yep. has. Um, and then I'll also use like a table belt sander um, that I kind of run the, the whole shaft up and down to, uh, and am I constantly moving it in a circle to give it that like more smooth and round it out a little bit more because you're holding on to that like most yeah. times you want that yeah. to be comfortable yeah especially like the eight inches down by the um the blade yeah. where your hand's gonna so, be the most often how many paddles have you made i was trying to think of that actually the other day i don't actually know the Is number more than 10 yeah more than 10 more than 50 no not more than 50 okay. but um Between 10 and 50 my thought was to like <laughs> either i don't think i would want to put it on the paddles but like have a little notebook where i can like actually keep track of like how many i've been making. oh like number yeah have you sent some out already right people yeah. have bought some, how many yeah. how many do you know how many of those uh it's less than 10 but more than five <laughs> we're narrowing it down <laughs> yeah. slowly okay but wait to finish out the process though so you you block you squeeze everything together you glue cut out everything glue it together clamp it all the glue is dry then you sand it down to whatever shape you want and yeah. then what how do you finish it off yeah, so it's all glued. You cut out the shape. You sand it down to. Um, so I start usually with the blade, getting the blade down to. I start from the blade and work my way up to the handle. So the blade uh, is usually like a quarter of an inch or less, depending on what your preference is for the thickness of the blade. Yep. Um, and then I work my way up to the shaft, make sure that's all rounded to my liking. And then I go to the handle. And the handle is the probably one of the areas I spend. The most time because it's in your hand all the time. Yep, yep. Um, so you want to make sure that that's super comfy in the way that you like it. Um, and so I u- typically use like a, a table sander for that um, just because it, it smooths it out more than like my hand would do if I yep. was doing some hand tools and stuff. Um, and so then once it's basically like as how I like it, I'll go over and like hand sand everything to get out any like last little nicks and scratches in it. 
And then um, what I do is at the very tip of paddles, at least most of them, you'll notice that there's some type of hard tip to them. And it's a rock guard tip. And there's a few different ways you can make them. But the way that I do it is I basically lay the blade flat on the ground. And I either use like Play-Doh or tin foil, And I make a mold around it. That's about like uh, three-fourths to a half inch wide. Like from the, the tip of the paddle to um, the edge of the Play-Doh or tin foil. And then you pour an epoxy like mixture down. Yep. And so that hardens and makes like a super hard yeah. tip to it. Nice. Um, and what I've recently found is like I'll drill, I'll drill like tiny little holes into the tip of the blade so that the epoxy like actually goes like into the wood as well. Oh, okay. Um, so it makes it a little bit more. It's still connected to like the other, the outside. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Ooh, the outside good, yeah. and it's like part of the wood as well. So yeah, it's like nice. double strong. Cool. Um, and so then after that's done, it's, kind of a messy process actually so you take it out of the mold the next day after it's all dried and then you have to re kind of sand it down to the shape of it yeah. and the um, kind of the shape of the paddle too um, and so then once you have the tip done then what I do is I clamp it onto a table of sorts and then I take a fiberglass cloth um, it looks just like um, like a cloth material and you put it on the blade and you cut it out to the shape of the blade and then you pour and it's a white cloth too. Um, and then you pour the epoxy mixture on top of that and basically like work the epoxy into the material that then soaks through the material and then into the wood. Yep. And so if you look at a paddle, yeah, and it okay. becomes see-through like yep. once it's saturated with the epoxy. And so that basically like tightens all of the wood together and like kind of sandwiches both like, sides of the blade. Does like the fiberglass like have anything to do with it? Like it, that goes into... Yeah, yeah it makes okay. the paddle like 10 times stronger than it would be if oh, it... Wow. Or the blade 10 yeah, times stronger yeah. than it would be otherwise. Because like if you just had a regular paddle without the fiberglass, the chances of like the water seeping in and like getting into the glue and like all that kind of stuff is a lot greater. Okay. And that just kind of prevents like the wood from warping and like all of that stuff as yeah. well. Because um, you're building these to last pretty yeah. long. One of yeah, our, exactly. uh, one of the guys on my first year crew, his paddle completely warped during the trip. It was yeah. so weird, yeah. Yeah, so one reason why is the wood as well as like if you put too much varnish on, varnish Yeah, can, that might, it was something with the varnish, I think. Because yeah. he was like the only guy who did it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably put way too much varnish. varnish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I have to take two days basically to do that because you have to do one side to do the fiberglass on one side of the blade. And then the next day you have to cut off any like um, rigid edges that's created from the epoxy or yeah. the fiberglass or whatever, and then kind of round that off then flip it over do the other side. And then the well, next day. You can't day, do it the same day. You have to do them. Yeah. They're opposite at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Cause otherwise the other side would just fall off or create air bubbles yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's the longest process is just waiting for the glue to dry or epoxy. Um, so then you do the second side the next day. And then after that, you can finish with the varnishing process of finishing the whole blade. Yeah. The mm, varnish. Nice. So Nick, that, uh, that pedal is probably one of my favorite pedals Dude, yeah. ever. I know. I, and that was, so we do a cool thing or the Voyagers program. Do you, do you still do it with the prison? That, that kind of stuff, right? The reformatory. The reformatory yeah. yeah. So there's a, is it part of the, I don't even, is it the reformatory? Is it part of the prison or what is it? I don't actually know. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like inmates it, it's, that are like in there for a while. Yeah. I don't know like what the word reformatory like 
means, but it's like part of the. But prison, I picked yeah. up paddles from like the prison. Yep. Yeah. Around town. So what happens is, um, for the for this Voyager program that we've all been on, the kind of a cool thing that they do is so the participants they buy their paddles, um, and then they're encouraged. You don't really have to, but everybody everybody does. You you're encouraged to either um, paint something on the paddle yourself. Or find somebody like more artistically inclined to paint something on there. Or um, the program has a pretty good relationship with like the local reformatory, prison, whatever. And there, there's guards that are in there that are pretty artistically gifted. Not guards. Not inmates. Go- say guards. Yeah. yeah. Inmates. Inmates that are pretty artistically gifted. And you send in um, like as good of a – like you get a picture in your head for what you want on the paddle. And people do um, – like mine, for instance, I have, <laughs> I got kind of, I got some crap from my first one. But your first one sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. Your second one is <laughs> so. No, it doesn't suck. My first one is, um, it's a tree <laughs> on an island in the middle of an ocean. I, I found a picture and it looks super cool, so I did that. Did you paint it? No, I didn't paint it. No, who, I had from both of reformatory from both of them. Yep. Okay. Um, and then it says, it says, live, laugh, love. And I stand by that. Huh. <laughs> it says live, laugh, love, uh, underneath it. Um, and he's a guy. And, yes. And I am, I'm a man. Do you um, think you've lived, man. laughed and loved man. enough? Yeah. I, I think that's warranted. Yes. I, yeah. And then my second one, which is definitely my favorite too. It's, it's pretty awesome. If any of you are familiar with the, um, the comic book, Calvin and Hobbes, it's like with the, with the tiger and the little kid, it's like a stuffed tiger that is like kind of a, is real to him. Um, I sent in that, like the middle part of that, them walking over the log and then the words, not all who wander are lost. And then he did the rest of the stuff like on the side and so, or he or she, I guess I don't know who it was, but the cool part with that, I guess it's kind of the, you're kind of gambling a little bit cause you don't know exactly what you're going to come with, come yeah. out with. Cause you send in like, sometimes people want two pictures combined. So they'll send like two pictures like, Hey, I want this done this way with these words or whatever. And you just hope and pray that whatever they paint on your paddle, they're very talented. Yeah, but they're really yeah. But I was gonna say like it is kind of a gamble. Like some come out better than others, yeah. but the ones that come out good are like they're so awesome. And the, yeah. so one of the coolest parts is like before. So the, the program has like this thing called the Last Supper, which is like a send off before all the crews leave, and they line up all the paddles um, along outside this building, and it's super cool to see because everybody nobody takes the same approach to their paddle. Like everybody does it completely different. Um, so it's super cool to see what every, what everybody put on their paddle. And usually it's like some cool outdoor scenes or some really cool quotes that mean a lot to people. And, um, are you, you're a quote guy. You got quotes on yours. Big quote guy. Are you, yeah. Zach? I think all of mine have a quote. Sam, I don't think any no, of yours have no quotes. quotes on mine. Yeah. If you look at our, if you go on our Instagram, one of our like highlighted stories yeah. is some paddle things. If you want to see some more of them that are some of ours as well as some people that submitted theirs. Yeah, so that's why it got taken off that story. I think Sam, you took it off. But <laughs> one of our buddies uh, on our far north trip, somebody had to get evac'd. So we had a guy fly in who was a good buddy of ours, um, and he came in very short notice. Very short notice, he was like fly in. So got, he a got a call. paddle yeah. like the day before, and and. <laughs> Just three or four of his friends just signed their names on his paddle, and that was that was a team for that trip. It was a picture of like the first day he came in when he got off the plane. It's just like a couple guys from our crew and him, and him. He's just holding his paddle, and it says like Zach with a smiley face, Sharpie on it, like Cam. 
pretty funny, but but the the cool thing with that though is like they kind of turn into works of art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just piece or pieces of art. Like you can just hang up wherever. And um, our Tanner and I's mom got us. They're actually they're just guitar. They're like meant to be guitar um, like wall mounts. They can just put your guitar up there, but the paddle handles hand, like fit right perfectly into them. It's like it's almost exactly the same as a guitar handle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. So they're super cool. And that was one thing. Actually, Zach and I were talking about um, setting up some sort of – have you guys heard of master classes? Like it's it's this new thing. If you guys know who Tony Robbins is, like the motivational speaker guy, but he talks a lot about it. It's like if you have some skill set, like if you're really good at something, then you can um, – he, he kind of tells you like uh, – explains you how to monetize it. But it's, it's really just about getting your knowledge like because people will pay for – like the knowledge that you have, right? It's like we're like all of us can make a master class of camping. Like, especially right now with all this COVID stuff, like we could just be like, hey, we're setting up this class. If you have wanted to get into camping and you want us to teach you how to join our class for whatever, 50 bucks or whatever price. Um, and we're experts in camping. We know everything like that there is to know about camping. So we, we could take you through it. We, we like coach you the whole way and all this kind of stuff. And you can set up class. Do you think we're experts? I think we're experts. Okay. I mean, especially compared to average, like we could – we haven't died yet. Think yeah, <laughs> I think, dude, I think we're experts, honestly. Like, what, what would make it's us? It's actually interesting to think about. Like, what would make really us know. not experts? What, yeah, but what's like a professional camper? Why, well, like the way the reason I ask is because, like, I mean, I would consider myself proficient, but like, there's, I mean, this goes for everything. I don't consider myself an expert in everything because there's like you could read a million books on camping, and every book you'd probably learn something. Okay, yeah. but if if you're the the program director of Voyagers, a camp like a month long camping expedition program. Yeah, Zach, you're an expert. You've guided how many trips? <laughs> if you're not an expert, then who is a camping exactly. expert? Like I said, I, I consider myself proficient, but like yeah, that's just you being a humble. Million though. things that I still have yet to learn. But yeah. you're wilderness medical certified, right? You were. Still. Yeah, still, still yeah, you am, still you still are. Say yep. that louder for the mic. Well, it's just because COVID, they extended my. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so like. Like medically, you like you're you're trained, you're a trained like for all intents and purposes camping medic, right? Like outdoors medic, right? You run, you are the program director for a camping program, and you own how much gear, you know how to do everything. Rock climbing, yes, backpacking. Okay, but, but you know where I'm coming from, like. Yeah. You can be well, proficient. In I feel like expert is such like a far fetched and term. And also, there's so many different like ways to camp. You know, exactly. Like we can go on a canoe trip or you could just go on a hiking trip. Like I feel like camping isn't really But there's no camping trip that you would feel uncomfortable in. You know what I mean? Like other than like an obvious like if it's super cold or super hot, like that that you'd feel uncomfortable there, but as far as the camping goes, there's no kind of camping that that we would be uncomfortable with, I don't think. So are we expert campers? I think we're expert campers. <laughs> yeah. Zach, what if we said what if we said that we are sending you camping but you can't bring any gear with you? Would you feel comfortable? For how long? Say a week. Dur- like, we'll say during the summer. During is the like summer. food part of this or is this like a survival? Well, you wouldn't need food for a week. You could live. I mean, not comfortably. Yeah, you get... Yeah. Well, gosh. let's talk about it then. That show alone? Or no, is it called We alone? have talked about this, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be screwed. So yeah, yeah, I, think, okay. I think I'd kill it, dude. I think I would... you you can bring stuff with on that. You get show. like, yeah. get like ten items or something. Yeah, oh, do so you really? If nobody's ever watched like the show alone, I think some of it's on Netflix. Most of it's yeah. On there's Hulu. like one or two seasons on Netflix. There's more on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, but it's basically like a survival show where 
the participants get to pick 10 items to bring but it's like from a selected list. Yeah. Like they get like a full page list or it's whatever like, it is. And then does they get does the list like make sense though? It. It's like, no, like, the list makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's pretty much like, it's you like bring, a floaty. Well, so they have like categories. So they have like hunting and gathering like items. Yep. It's like in a category and then like, obviously like comfort. So like shelter and like stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's like, I don't know. So like what people what most commonly be? bring are like, yeah. Like a flint and steel, like yep. a hatchet. Yep. Some people bring like a bow and arrow. Yep. Uh, and so basically you get the 10 items, whatever those may be for whatever you decide. Then the uh, whole point of the show is basically you have to stay out there longer than any of the other participants. There's usually 10 participants, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but there was one where it was like, is there was no amount of winners. It could be as many as they wanted they just had to live for or they had to survive for, <laughs> oh, yeah. they had to survive for a hundred days in the canadian arctic in the winter were they together no everybody's Ooh. by themselves so yeah. they they select like the areas so that everybody's on like a level playing field like they all have access to oh like water, water or and, food or yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like they're all relatively the same they get dropped off and they're like miles apart from one another and so yeah this arctic one was like as long as you make it to 100 days by yourself in the middle of the arctic in the winter you win you win a million dollars dude a million dollars is what blows my mind though because i don't know but all the other ones are just basically like the last person standing wins and they usually make it to like 70 days or like the winter crazy the winter would mess me up that's my only negative because it's on it's actually on great slave lake where i don't know if your combine crew started there yeah. Really? You guys did start on well, Great Slave? It's part of. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Which that's kind of cool. But yeah, it's crazy to think though. Like, think about like the winter here. How I know, dark it gets. I know. And you're by yourself. I don't think for, I like, can do that. For like a hundred days, over three months. Would you? Yeah. Okay, do you bring hunting gear or fishing gear? What do you bring? For. You to choose. Well, it's well, winter, so I'd bring I'm bringing both. hunting. Whoa. No, you can't bring both. You only get to bring one. No, you can bring both. Are you making no, this I'm, like? A... I'm telling you, oh, <laughs> you can only dude, bring both. The guy that. Either way, the guy that I watched, uh, there's the only one season on Netflix, I think, so I watched that I one. I bring hunting stuff. I think so. Yeah. He he brought hunting stuff and then made a fishing net, like, out of something. I can't remember how he did it, but he, like, weaved Paracord, his own. Yeah. yeah so which probably, is so It would probably sick. be easier to do that than it would be to make hunting stuff. Yeah. I would <laughs> oh, rather shit. hunt. <laughs> I'm just going to make a bow in the <laughs> dead of winter in the Great bet. Slave Lake. I feel more confident in my hunting skills than my fishing ability. And with, like, a lake like Great Slave Lake, that's just massive yeah. i wouldn't even really know where to begin especially if you're under the ice you can't really see yeah whereas like yeah. hunting like at least was, you'll see like squirrels he, or something he like, like so like even when it got to winter because i think on that season it started where it was warm and then like it got to winter by the time they were still surviving like when there's like a yeah it started left. like fall yeah and and he when the ice froze over he like drilled two holes like pretty far apart like 10 feet apart i want to say and then put like a stick with the net yeah. in the one and then like drug it over to the other hole. So like put another stick up there. So he had just like a net. Genius. And, yeah. And he would catch fish, but he would bring them up and they're just like frozen stick. Yeah. It's a super cool show. I recommend it to anybody. It's super exciting to watch. I just think it's funny because our Brady, our other brother, he right away, he was like, Oh yeah, I could do it. And I, and we were just like, Who are well, they? I was just like, damn, I don't know. Between I the would Schmidt be brothers, Tanner, Nick, or Brady, what's the order of who would 
be the longest and who would be the, the shortest? Nick Tanner Brady. No, I would just need to put on more weight. Nick, Nick Tanner Brady. That's no. the other interesting thing, though, is like... I think I could beat Nick. Your with... body has somewhat of I know. a limitation. Yeah, because they do like weekly checkups or something like that. And if your body isn't like fit for it, they pull you out of the competition. Do you know how much Survivor yeah, And there was a girl, watched? like, she was pissed. Like, how much what? Survivor Man I watched? Just as much as me. No, dude, I watched every episode. Okay, like... what if it was in the Arctic? Nick. Like, tundra, middle of winter. I think I could get lucky. I think I'm better hunting than you, though. Have you shot anything? No, I shot a target a lot. <laughs> so I think if you, I mean, it's better than. Have you shot anything? A squirrel. The, yeah, that was lame as hell. <laughs> um, Other than that, I I do I think I do pretty good. See, it's 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 crazy how different the dynamic would be if you had like one other person, and they did do one season where it was like yeah. They were with one other person, yeah. and it was usually like a father, son, or sibling. Did that make it like better or like, worse? Like, that is no hundred percent better. Oh yeah, I bet it's you have, crazy you have two how minds much that switches. About yeah. yeah, but you have two people to feed. Yeah, but you have two minds. Like I've just, seen so many people build like basically like cabins, and they're just killing it. Like they have plenty of food and everything, and then they quit the show just because they're sick of being. Dude, alone. Yeah, I was just gonna really? say they walk away from the mo- like they're the living fine, yeah. and they walk away from the money just because they can't handle. Dude, I was being just gonna alone say that so the one I watched there was that guy. I think his name was Brady. He was like in the military, like specialist dude. Just had a badass like shelter, like fire, everything. He had food in a food bank, like dug in the ground, like left over, and he was like, like a fridge. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's killing this it. Isn't working. He had a freaking washing machine. Like he built sticks and rope, and you like spin it and it would wash his clothes and stuff and he's like i'm gonna leave i just there's no point in me being out here not nah, that's crazy for million dollars though dude the, know, having another say. person would yeah. be like the best tool like out of 10 things yeah. and if a person was one of them 100 yeah i would like that a lot i you think that would help twice me. as much done too like yeah. one person's working on a shelter or fire uh-huh. but if you catch one fish like that's yep. two people that's though. true that is true there's give and take but think about it like mentally being alone oh, not being able to talk to anybody it definitely outweighs the so negatives just, yeah so would you bring like a girlfriend or something or would you bring a buddy yeah I guess who would be so you have one person you could bring who would everybody bring and it has to be somebody you like know it's practical okay, well, like who you would actually bring I'll not bring somebody who's Probably Matt, Matty Dirks. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner has some pretty badass uncles. Yeah, that won't even be fair. Who was I just talking to? He could do well on that show. Was I talking to you about Allison's dad? Maybe. Oh, shout out Allison Prom. Apparently she, her dad is like... He is. He work. He helps... I, talk, I think I was talking to you, dude. Yeah, he helps the Voyager program a lot with um, a lot of like our uh, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff with like our, our vehicles and trailers and all that stuff. Just one of the most handyman. handyman's I've yeah. ever met in my entire life. That's a weird he can do anything. Handyman? Yeah. One of the most handy. hand, One of the handiest well, So, Tanner, just, it sounds like you already made up your mind. Well, he, okay. So, yeah, our uncle, he owns his own construction company. Like, they so build houses. He, he builds houses for a living. So, boom. Shelter. Shelter. Care of. Done. He is a freak hunter fisher. Like, when he's not building houses, he's hunting and fishing. Yeah, he's. <laughs> so, there's food. Wait, I don't I think know what else. He... To, to add to it, so the person you'd bring, and then where do you think you could thrive? The like the like the okay. location wise, where would you? Okay, thrive? I will say this: going back to like us being camping experts, if you threw us in a jungle, I think we'd 
dead. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't like snakes. I feel like poisonous too. things are scary. Yeah, I don't like dolls. That's the one thing we don't have to worry about too much in Minnesota. It's like yeah. stuff that's going to bite you that's going to kill you. Snakes yeah, and spiders. Yeah, sure. and... Do we have black widows in Minnesota? No. Is that th- we no. don't? No. I thought we did. No. We sure? have we, we have, have rec- wolf spiders. We have recluse spiders. Which, I think. which ones are venomous? Okay, let's let's get back on yeah. track. Because I, I want to hear this. It's kind of interesting. Okay, Tanner, you are a person. Yep. I can't so who is it? No, and you can't. Wh- and where will it be? His name is He's Matt Dirks. Dirks Construction. Your uncle. Yep, okay. uncle. My mom's sister's husband. Your uncle in law. Yep, uncle in law. No. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he yes. could build us a shelter. He is just a natural hunter like he just like grew up on a farm with his dad like and then his son i could even bring his freaking kid his easton is mm, fifth or sixth grade you have to pick one of them <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm very that. but i think we would thrive in like your can like canada something like i mean i don't really know because like he, south central canada yeah like like northern minnesota can't like any anything like that where he could something with trees where he could i mean we'd bring an axe that'll be one of the items and we'd bring a bow we'd have shelter we'd have food we'd we'd kill it i think actually i would bring all right i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a little spin on this okay it's somebody that's realistic but i'd bring fred back in his heyday okay i was gonna say yeah because, I mean, he, how old is he? Is he in his 60s? I, I don't know for sure. Probably 60. I think he's in his 60s. He's going to be listening to this. Yeah, he, he definitely is. Yeah. Fred, Fred, I would bring you. Yeah. He's going to be a little offended that yeah. you're not picking him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, right now, we can go. Um, but I, I just remember seeing him, and there was a picture of him in high school. He was wearing, it was like a, like a pep rod or something. I don't know if you guys have seen this picture. It He was in short shorts, and I don't know what shirt, but he just had this, like, he looked like a mountain man in high school, like when he was like a junior or senior. Like he just looked like a badass. Like he was in short shorts. He had a giant beard. Um, yeah, and he was just actually he sent me a couple pictures last week of from his trip back, like from some of his trips back in the day. It's so cool, dude. It's so cool. But I mean, I just imagine him doing him going on that six month long expedition with National Geographic. Like, can you like and just. I mean, running the program for however long. You know what I mean? Like, he knows. Yeah. He's a camping expert. Yeah. And whatever he doesn't know, he'll critical think the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I am amazing at critical thinking. So, we need five. thinking critically about this situation. (laughs) Okay, Zach, who would you bring? I think. Wait, where would yours be? Oh. Eh. Dude, I feel like. Dude, somewhere in Canada. Yeah, I think we would like. Is that where the alone show is? Yeah, great slave Well, they go all over the place. Do they? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. It's not just Amer- like the Canada or North America. I think I actually don't know exactly where they've all been. Anyway, I'm not sure. I think somewhere in Canada, like we could. Well, that's see, that's tough. Like the winter would be tough. I think whoever you whoever you bring, winter would be tough. Just because that's do winter's tough for the people who live up there. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying. But yeah, I think like up up in Canada and some sort of yeah, we I think we be we make it. I think I would bring my dad. That was a good call. Yeah, I, I was, call. I'm pretty sure you're going to say that. I was, I was going to maybe say Mitchell, Mitchell. my brother. But be a had some... <laughs> you guys there'd, be, there'd be a lot of arguing. And somebody would probably get hurt somehow. So I'm just going to play it safe. My dad taught me a lot of my 
outdoor stuff anyway. So I feel like he's got a good knowledge and one of the better hunter and fisherman I know. Yeah. Plus, like also just in a companion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like there wouldn't he's be level headed. Yeah, there yeah. would there be definitely less arguing with him than Mitchell. <laughs> so yeah. save for you that guys one. did or no? Did he go over and no? Was he with you or Mitch on? He went with you on your trip, yeah, didn't Patagonia. he? Yeah, he did came he down to Patagonia, and we we went hiking that? for it was like a week and a half. It was super cool. Was that, was that after your trip? Yeah, so like after my semester ended. That's insane. So you st- okay? He wait, came down, and before that semester, you were that was a crazy guiding summer, right? Yeah. So, so. from early <laughs> June to like mid late August, I was on trail guiding. Literally, when the first session was done. The bus came up, picked up your crew, and you stayed up there. No, and the plane flew in. Yeah, picked up my first session crew and dropped, dropped off, your, off so my you second. Session literally, crew. did not like from early June till August. No, like exaggeration. You were sleeping in a tent every day. Yeah, and then I was home for like six days, and then I went down to Patagonia. Shut up, six days. Yeah, it was super short yeah. for a semester. I did not know. And then I stayed in intent for the next semester. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you're like, whatever. Troy's coming down week and a half longer. Yeah, I think I counted. It was like over half of the year was in the tent. That's insane. No dude. way. But I love sleeping. Like have, I was talking. Okay, did you have a sleeping pad or no? Uh, in, not, in Patagonia I did. But on trail, you on trail did. I didn't. Yeah. Um, oh my god. But I was talking Nick like. I love sleeping in a tent and in my sleeping bag. Like in college, I would sleep in my sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, you sleep in the sleeping bag. Hold on. Dude, I hate. But then bags. I would put, <laughs> I would put like a regular what? blanket over my sleeping bag, like when I made my bed, so it looked like normal. No <laughs> way. <laughs> but I like sleeping in a sleeping bag. You, um, you've got to be part of point zero one percent of people in the world that have spent that much time in yeah, a tent yeah. in one year. You are an expert camper. I'm, Dude, I'm that's that. what I'm freaking saying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's pretty sweet, though. Anyways, that's back to cool. our, our topic. Yeah, yeah. I'd bring my dad, and I think Canada or northern Minnesota is just where I have the most knowledge of, like, like, I have more knowledge of, like, the edible stuff I could eat in the forest as well as, like, the resources and the hunting and fishing yeah. where I'd feel most comfortable and I could last the longest. For sure. Northern Minnesota or Canada. Nice. Sam? Sammy. All right. I... I'll say I'd bring someone who should probably be a future guest on this podcast, Hunter Peterson. Okay. And I say that he kind of a jack of all trades. Like he, not many things that he's not good at. Yeah. Plus, Zach kind of alluded to this, but him and I get along really well. Don't really get sick of each other. So that if you're gonna be out there for that long, you gotta pick someone that you can, that you can deal with. And That's fair. He could beat up a bear. Well, and like giant. Thinking about the dynamic with our uncle, like, I don't really know how that would go. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't think it'd go well. I think oh, like is he gonna listen to this and be offended? No, he probably won't listen to it. I don't yeah. think he would be offended either. I feel like he would just he would be able to do that the whole thing. Yeah, but he can just go home. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, I'm having a good time up here actually. <laughs> but Hunter went on he went on Voyagers, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never got it. He went on the first year trip and then I But you I, guys are a couple years apart. How are you did you wait, how did I got I got super close with him during cross country and then he graduated and we stayed in he's in Omaha now but we've stayed in touch. Worked for his dad. Yeah, I I worked for his dad Rory doing landscaping. Yeah, and then (laughs) him and I have gone out to 
Omaha's on the way to Colorado, so I've just like picked him up, and nice. we've gone skiing and camping cool. out there. So he's doing some cool stuff on YouTube now too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he started his own YouTube channel. We should probably look that up, give him a shout out. Uh, I think just Hunter Peterson. Yeah, yeah, Hunter Peterson on oh, YouTube. Oh, he's, he's got some cool stuff on there. I've watched. Dude, I like his videos. videos. Yeah, I've his them. I like I saw his like professional athlete like NFL player, and I'm like, oh come on, but like it was pretty good. Like he's I just like that numbers. he just did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. And like his running ones, he was in the gym like sliding away and i was just it, it wasn't that accurate but like he he's pretty like he had some good numbers yeah, yeah. just it's cool to compare just yeah. look up hunter david peterson if you want to look it's a let's see i'm just gonna just for um how do i what are you trying to find just for like if people are interested um there's a little search that you should be able yeah. to find it no i know just what just what he's about just to see if people like if you guys would be down with that he is what's up guys my name is hunter peterson no, for... and i am brand new to youtube i've spent the last few years watching countless hours of videos and embarrassing amount honestly and thinking why can't i do that i'm finally taking a dive into the deep end and trying to improve and learn some new skills this channel will most likely be heavily focused on health and fitness but i will trickle in some lifestyle vlogging and video of my pups family and travels as well yeah, so he does a ton of cool lifting stuff. He's a he's a personal trainer as yeah. a as a professional. He does so. a, It's like a it's a mix between bodybuilding and physique training. It's like a yeah. it's like a power building. I is think that what he called it. Something like that. Yeah, it's, power building. Yeah, that's it's pretty badass. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so he's super cool. But that'd be a good. So he brought, and well, his dad is a a, a good person yeah. to bring on some of these trips too because he's crazy like that too, isn't he? Yeah, he's the handiest guy ever. He put any tool in his hand and he can is he, he still can wield it? it like no other is he still doing landscaping yeah stuff? he's still landscaping yeah. during the summer um great great guy to work for just grinds dude like yeah. just the, the work, hardest worker i've the ever the work met. ethic yeah, is just ridiculous. nuts dude, dude he cut his shin open with yeah. a fucking blade saw T- tanner and i were working for him a few summers he didn't back didn't want to leave <laughs> we, we were at a project and rory was Working the saw and something happened. He cut his knee like deep, like like boom. Easily needed stitches. What? Like dude, like a blade saw. He was like cutting concrete and like bounced off the concrete right to his shin. What the? Heck? So it was just like and, a gross, disgusting, like white. You could just see everything. And we basically we, we had to force him yeah. to leave and go yeah. to the hospital. He's just <laughs> he's ridiculous. the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm fine. There was like an I'll hour left in the day too, and he just wanted to finish it out. Like. Rory, no. Yeah. Okay, so where do you guys think you'd be the worst off? Camping. The jungle. Yeah. The jungle? There are so Poisonous. many species and plants. If you want me to be really specific, I'd say like the Amazon rainforest. Because yep. there's so much stuff. Yeah, cause, wait, do we have poisonous snakes here? No. There's, there's some in southern there's some rattlesnakes. Southern Minnesota, yeah, there's right? some rattlesnakes, Aren't there? I think. But like, you, no guys, you, guys say, you guys say that, but you can like take your chances with poisonous stuff but if you get say like the desert if you had to survive oh, in the desert like okay. no know. water no food like yeah. you have to be super i don't know how you do super that. extreme either the desert or, or like the amazon yeah. desert or in forest i think equally would be but that's, that's, that's just you have better chances in the amazon though like that, you at least have water to be really more careful yeah. that's just because it's foreign to us right exactly obviously yeah, yeah. like if we were because, like, there's just people that just live in the rainforest. Exactly, yeah. Do people live in the desert? Probably, yeah. Probably not. Dubai, Dubai is in the desert. Yeah. You just find that. Las Vegas? Yeah, we're picking the desert. That's, that's where I'm going. Right <laughs> next to the, the big city. 
people seem to thrive in Vegas. Uh, uh, I don't know if we go that far. I took a <laughs> National Geo show out of that. What? Can Tanner survive in the desert? But it's actually... Sounds like a... It sounds like a name. Space. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I just feel like, especially when you... Well, campings definitely are, like, that's the thing that we're probably the best at, right? As far as, like, our group. And, like, this Voyage Away crew. But the cool thing is we've done a bunch of, like, we've been branching off into a bunch of different different stuff. Um, I think, oh, keep going. I, just, I really want to get into outdoor rock climbing. Which, like. Let's go. Just get good enough. Yeah, dude, just get good. Like, are there places around here we could go bouldering, too? Or not not super great. Like we'd have to drive a little bit. Yeah. But within Minnesota, there yeah, are. For there sure. sure there are. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I was gonna say I think my forte would be the show Survivor. Oh, like the reality show kind of. Yeah. I just I hadn't watched that at all, but like with Joe Rogan. No. What? I don't. It wasn't with Joe Rogan. He. That show is super old. Yeah, Survivor is really old. Yeah, it's, it's, Joe Rogan. No, it's not with Joe Rogan. That's with like a that's, bu- that's with like a bunch of people and they're competing, right? Survivor. Yeah, oh, he did Fear Factor. Yeah, he did Fear Factor. Yeah, yeah, Survivor. Yeah. The ones I watched because they did actually just put a couple episodes or seasons on Netflix, and I'd never seen it before in my life. I know a lot of people watch like a super old show. It was really popular back then, but they it's like a combination of they do like they have to survive. Like they're in like groups. Out, like outside. I mean, they're in like. A, on a beach like wherever they go to a bunch of different places but it's usually like on a beach in a tropical place yeah but yeah they drop them like they drop them up and say like go make your camp so like they have to build a shelter and like they give them like rice bags or whatever but i think they have to find like meat like they have to fish and like find chickens all like, food i think they like let out chickens by them to be honest because no way chickens just because <laughs> all of a sudden like the first episode like, hey three chickens are over there like, i think okay. that's more of like a hollywood like setup show than like dude actual no survivor. no 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 because i don't well maybe obviously no one's gonna die but they get like way skinnier. Like I think they do have to just like go survive out there. Anyway, that would be a cool part of it. But then like the other part of it is like the challenges that they have to go do, which would be pretty fun. Yeah, the cool thing I was talking about that I think I was talking about Zach about like when I was watching the beginning episodes of Survivor Man, like it's like dude, we could we could do that. Like it, he just had like one camera that was just decent enough that he could like film himself. Yeah. And he just went into the like into the wilderness for a week and just like tried to just mess around and like live. Yeah. Like it, cool. it, it kind of gave me like hope for like this kind of project that we're doing. It's like if you just work at it enough, like he, those first couple episodes, they're not like they're they're definitely um, homemade. Yes, homemade. I was gonna say they're definitely informational, informational, but like yeah, they're very much homemade. Like it seems like there's not a lot of production. Yeah, like there's which I mean that's what kind of the show is because he's just by himself, right, filming all this kind of stuff, but. Um, it's kind of cool if you watch it all the way through, like seeing the progression of like where he started. Like he was just like had a couple cameras and he was just making sure that it was like fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he went to like, obviously he's super super well known and the show was super popular. So Bear Grylls or Les Stroud. Bear Grylls is man versus wild. Yep. Les Stroud is Survivor Man. I think Bear Grylls is a better like entertainer yep, and like yep, yep. teacher because he's like yeah. talking to the camera yeah. like teaching you all like these special things. forces something like they're both badass yeah. like the there's stuff no he design. would eat though yeah on those shows did you see the stuff he yeah. like, he'd eat yeah did you watch them at all yes yeah, yeah. Like, like he gets he, a lot he does stuff to teach like yeah. he doesn't necessarily need to do it yeah. but like he's saying if you were in this desperate yeah. situation yeah. this is something you yeah. could he gets do, a lot of shit but like 
I agree. Like he does, he eats gross That's stuff. Dude, like, he grabbed a spider. He, he, he even like, I think he was in, I was like Antarctica or some something cold or whatever, and he was like, I'm gonna take my clothes yeah, off he and in. go in the water just yeah. to show you what it'd be like to do after, like yes. what you have to do to survive. So like, I I do think there's some truth to like the thing where like he stays in a hotel at night or whatever, whatever it is. Like he has a production crew, like camera people with him. He probably doesn't like suffer. Yeah. But he does, like you said, I think he does teach. And then who's teach the other one? Less Les Stroud. Less Stroud. And that's just the more like, he, traditional. He's in more danger, like throughout yep, the yep, show. Yep. Just himself does his own camera yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's more it's more organic. Yeah, I would yeah, say. it's yeah. way more like psychological too. Because like, like yeah. just for a time like being by yourself for, sure. for that long, because he's by himself for. And I think I don't know how I like stumbled upon it or whatever. But I think it was the reason that he stopped doing it is because like. He just didn't like being alone for that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of took its toll. Cause like he's doing all the work for all the videos. Um, and so that's nice something that you have to person. think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. Is cause like he would take videos strictly for the TV show of himself, like time lapses of himself, just like walking away from a camp. So, so he, yeah, he like walks a mile. He's like, I right, gotta go get the camera. Go like, hopefully that was a good video. <laughs> like, it's insane. And that, and then also he's surviving. So like that takes energy out of him. Like. That yeah. he needs, whereas Bear Grylls is just like whatever. But I don't know. I think we watched more Survivor Man growing up. Moral of the story is you don't want to bring us. Probably I'm really dope yeah. this Survivor stuff. Yeah, we got hard into it. That's yeah. it's open mic. Yeah, open, open mic, mic Friday. I think we should have another open mic at some point just to see how what? different one is compared to the other. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. Because yeah. if we have another, we're not going to dive into the Survivor stuff again. No, no. But if you guys enjoyed, kind of listening to. <laughs> Just our ramblings about outdoor stuff. Um, we all, we honestly just live and breathe this stuff. So um, it's super cool to kind of talk about this and just kind of get together. It's a super good excuse just to get together with the boys and talk about stuff like this. And we're super excited to have guests, future guests on. We've got some really cool people planned um, for future guests or for future episodes. So um, yeah, just stay tuned and hopefully we hear from you guys. Hop over, hop over to our Instagram page. Um, we always post questions and different stuff on there. So just the more feedback we get. How many downloads are we at right now? About almost a thousand. Almost yeah. a thousand. I think this episode might get us to almost a thousand. It's December eleventh. Nick's birthday is tomorrow. Get us to a thousand. Well, it'll be, oh, yeah. we're not gonna post this for a little while. Anyway. Be, we'll post this on Monday. Yeah. A thousand by Monday. My That's birthday was want. my birthday was on Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, thousand we're almost at a thousand downloads. We're gonna be doing another giveaway pretty quick. Yep. Right? Yep. Got um, that. Yeah, so just keep keep tuning in, and we'll keep putting out content. Hopefully, you guys, hopefully you guys like it. Um, yeah, have a great rest of your day, and God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the Voyager Way podcast. Follow us on social media at the Voyager Way for more content from all our outdoor adventures and plenty of how-to videos to get you started on some adventures of your own.